The WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 908-919-860-9783. Mike Rayleigh here. Rufus is in Canada, Montreal, Canada today, and I don't know if he's going to call or not. He's probably sleeping in a little bit since uh, he has a chance, but he may he may call us. Uh, he's uh, arguing a case up there. Or maybe he just went up there to argue with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Lawyers like to do that occasionally. So, uh, At any rate, so I'm not sure we'll, we'll hear from him. Dan Stern is with us, director of the Botanical Gardens. Uh, Gerald Adams, not the director of the Centennial Campus, no. but uh, pretty close for Dep- landscaping. D- depends which day it is. That's right. It's a big operation over there. Uh, Andrea Lane is a master gardener in Mitchell County. How? What's the count of master gardeners in Mitchell County now? Uh, Fourteen. Great. So. Fourteen. You, you've you've put them to work. They're doing all kinds of stuff, huh? Uh, well, they're 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 earnestly working towards their certification right now. Oh, okay. So y'all are in the midst of training. Right. Right. Yeah. This is the latter half of the training. January through May, uh, in-class training, one day a week um, for about three hours a day, and um, and now they're out in the community doing internship hours. So, are y'all using the the updated manual? Oh yeah, yeah, that's nice, isn't it? They love the they love the handbook. Oh yeah. my god, it's uh, the <laughs> yeah. Lucy and all the folks at NC State did such a great job with that, yeah. and it's it's nice. Uh, to, uh, to it used to be a lo- big loose leaf notebook and uh huh. When I trained, that's what it was—a big loose leaf that yeah. I coveted. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it, com- it certainly comes in handy. All right, well, so y'all are y'all are going to different events now and and answering questions and so forth. We are. Yeah, yeah. we we go to uh, some farmers markets and uh, special events like the Mountaineer Festival or the Rhododendron Festival. Uh, we have, um, we're in the office Mondays and Thursdays answering questions that come in uh, through the, um, you know, just into extension, but are more of a residential variety than a commercial variety. Uh, what else are we doing? Well... That's all right. <laughs> all the usual stuff. All the usual characters. Working in a, a, a 4-H garden, uh, working in a, a community-giving garden where they they grow uh, volunteers, not our, not just our volunteers, but community volunteers grow all this um, produce uh, just to give away to the community. So 
so it's not a traditional community garden where people have plots. By the way, Wake County Master Gardeners have published a manual on uh, that it's a kind of a, a calendar that is uh, I know sold at Logan's because I bought a copy the other day. But uh, for folks in Wake County, uh, the Triangle area, there's a, a nice nice manual that you can you can buy that has uh, monthly guides to growing okay. plants yeah. in uh, in the area in North Carolina, uh, the Triangle particularly. That so, reminds me, we're going to have uh, the Orange County Master Gardeners present at our uh, environmental fair at the plant sale next week. Wonderful. So. Mark Bumgardner, you'll have to salute because yeah. he's a retired lieutenant colonel and a really Will big do. guy. <laughs> uh, but Mart is, is one of our uh, semi-regulars. He gets uh, he joins us uh, two or three times seasonally, I guess, uh, here on the weekend, Gardener, all of the Master Gardeners and, and uh, the extension agents are very, very busy. So we're always glad to have you all participate um, so that's, if I could just give a plug, Mike, on that subject, theorangegardener.org is the Orange County Master Gardener Volunteers uh, website, which is uh, a, just a, a lot of information. Yeah, like, yeah, they, they really do. Mart's done a great job over there. We're so lucky to have such uh, good extension agents and master gardeners in, in this area. And uh, of course, Johnny's and, and Paul's groups there in, in Vance and Warren and, and Person in Granville Counties. Uh, 919-860-9783. Let's head out to one of my favorite places and one of my favorite people. Monica Wood is with us. Morning, Monica. Good morning. Now, last week, we were uh, the weekend gardener was at the auto show downtown, and we got off early because the Tar Heels were playing early, and they, they had, I guess they had a noon game, so they had uh, the 10 o'clock tailgate show so we got off an hour early and rivets and phil campbell and i walked around the the auto show for a long time and i was planning i had had an appointment at noon to get a covid shot so i I ended and i wanted to take them out to to lunch so we went to the farmer's market and i ended up ordering and then having to leave without eating that monica came up she was on duty and came to visit. She ate your lunch for you. Is that what know. you're trying did, to say, Mike? Did, <coughs> did you eat eat the breakfast, or did you at least pick at it or something? I did, and I appreciate that. I didn't want to see food go to waste. Well, did I did I order what you wanted? What I mean that I had I ordered a. Um, uh, an egg and, and grits and uh, the link sausage because I like to take the link sausage and put them in those big biscuits. It worked out just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. I was so hungry, but I got I got to my appointment in time and got jabbed. I know. I just hated that you had to run. Well, I am too. I to say hello while you guys were out here. I know they put us out. They were so nice. They they put us out on the patio. And uh, even there was nobody out there, and there was a long line, so they gave us uh, they uh, they gave us a break and put us out there so we could eat a little faster. But uh, what I'm sure there are a lot of people out there eating this morning. There are, and it's such a beautiful morning mm-hmm. um, today. Definitely get a, getting a tease of that fall weather, and um, so and it's looking a lot like fall to say the least because we've got pumpkins rolling in. Um, and every shape and every color, I think you can just about imagine, and um, just beautiful pumpkins. It's a beautiful fall-like morning down there, and um, we've got gourds, we've got the bales of wheat straw, corn stalks, mums, 
pansies, just all things fall is here. And um, so come out, shop. If you've got the, the fall bug biting you, you can definitely come out and, and grab all the things you need to, to get it starting to look like fall around your home. Now, the the pumpkins, I know they grow a lot of them up in Allegheny County, or, but there are growers around here, too. There are. We've got pumpkins coming in from um, different parts of the, the state. Um, we do have some mountain pumpkins, and we have some from down Harnett County, um, up towards Guilford County. Uh, so a few different areas coming in, some Wake County pumpkins. Um, so got a good selection. We do. And those folks are doing a good job getting them here. You know, those stacked pumpkins are really a popular thing right now. And um, it's always fun to see people trying to pick out their stacks and getting them to stack just right. And I'm um, getting the. I don't know what that's about. Do you, Gerald? Dan, y'all, y'all know anything about that? News Andre, do y'all stack pump- pumpkins in Metro County? Do we have pumpkins? Do y'all, do y'all stack pumpkins? Uh, it's, it's some of the yeah. special varieties that grow flatter. Right. And so you make oh, okay. oh, yeah. Right. The little pyramid, they stack, and they're really cute. Oh, yeah, way. like a cheese pumpkin. Wouldn't that be right? Mom? Just something else for me to run into and knock <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> they make a really pretty display, Mike. You just have to be careful. All right. They, they don't bounce particularly well, so uh, they you have certainly to be don't. Careful. I'm envisioning something like a snowman. <laughs> I don't know. Dan, maybe y'all need to get. Yeah, maybe y'all need to have some uh, pumpkin stacking out there <laughs> on the botanical garden. Stacking content. Yes. So uh, carry on there, Monica. It's so. Um, you know, we're talking about all the pumpkins and everything, and of course we have apples, um, all the different varieties of apples coming in right now as well. few of the ones I noticed were Macintosh, Red and Gold Delicious. Um, there's some early Fuji's, Gala, Honey, Crisp, even I'm seeing some of those popping in right now. And fresh-squeezed apple cider, the dried apples, we have all that available now, and those muscadine grapes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people don't realize they're our state fruit. The muscadine grape is, and so if you've never tried those, come out and try them. Um, while they're in season, they're absolutely delicious. I swallow the seeds too. I do too, and yep, that's right. Nutrients are, you know, a lot of the nutrients are in the seeds, so it's a good thing to good mm-hmm. thing to swallow those. Yep, um, but not the whole. <laughs> yeah, some people eat the and whole. We don't, I know. <laughs> we swallow. We swallow the, <laughs> the seeds, and we don't have gizzards. So. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it, for me, if the hole's not real tough or real thick. Sometimes I'll eat the whole as well, but everybody has their own little trick in the way they like to eat a muscadine grape. So whatever you like. I eat the whole too. You don't eat the whole? No. Oh, I do. Not yeah. not a whole eater. Yeah. Ah, Gerald, you waste a lot. Well, I spoiled because we had them all around the fields in the farm and you could just eat ever I'm, you know, yeah. unlimited supply, I guess. But they're so tangy. <laughs> they are. I mean, that's kind of the sweet and the sour kind of. We're not really sour, but it's a good contrast. I was it's more into just the sweet then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all right. Uh, so, uh, do you still have butter beans and peas? There are still some butter beans and peas coming in. Thank goodness. Already, you know, most of them have them already shelled. Takes all the fun out. Bless of their heart. Yeah, yeah I don't um, want to so do we're that. We're still seeing some of those. We're seeing a few green beans. I saw some of those down um, and out, and then peppers. Every kind of pepper you can imagine. I think we have it from the very hottest. To the mildest, um, we've got them all down there. There's some of the um, Carolina Reapers and the Ghost Peppers and, you know, all those ones that I just can't even imagine putting into my mouth. But a lot of people love them. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So um, if that's what you like, you can come get them. If you like to make your own sauces or um, you're looking to maybe do some last-minute canning, come and get all that stuff while it's available. We do still have a great selection of, of summer product coming in right now, like your squash and cucumbers and eggplant, tomatoes. Uh, still some watermelons coming through and a few cantaloupes popping in. I even saw some beautiful blueberries. I had to do a double take because as I was walking by, I thought they were a type of grape because they're huge. And um, some late blueberries and some blackberries. Um, wow. Here. How about so that? We're seeing a few of those. Um, and sweet corn. Um, we do still have sweet corn, which is always a, a fun thing this time of year if you'd like to maybe um, cook out and grill it. Um, it's a good thing. You think about a lot of fall festivals, especially with the fair coming up, um, and thinking about eating that corn on the cob and kind of having those fall festivals. We do have that available now as well. Fresh cut herbs and fresh cut flowers and um, some beautiful arrangements of cut flowers down there. Still some sunflowers coming in and um, nothing prettier than just, you know, having some of those fresh flowers on your kitchen cabinet or um, just to brighten up your home and um, maybe if you're in the doghouse, like we know Rufus always is. You know, you can well, he sure is. By. That's why he's in Canada. Linda <laughs> sent him up there for training. <laughs> um, oh, and peaches. I do want to mention we do still have some peaches, but they are on the end of the season. So make sure to come out and grab the last of those. Um, we'll probably see them for another week or so, and then they'll be kind of winding down for this year. Uh, we have fresh eggs and meat. And um, we have some mushrooms down there today. And we also have microgreens. If you haven't um, come out and checked out those guys, they have a really neat setup. And um, those are really, really good to incorporate into your salads. I did some in an omelet one time. They had suggested that was a really good way to eat them, and I did, and they were really good. Now, tell us tell us what that – go into a little more depth on that. Okay. <clears throat> so the microgreens are basically seedlings. Um, so they have – sunflowers they have um sometimes they'll have turnip greens just a large assortment of different types of seedlings that they grow and you as they're sort of like sprouts i guess you would say that they're really just small and they cut they have them like i would say in a seed tray yeah and when you're seeding your plants and they cut the tops off and sell them in um, little baggies to you i think they're selling them maybe I can't remember if they weigh them or they just sell them, like, by the bag. But um, you can do an assortment or you can just pick out a certain kind, and they have a lot of nutrients in them whenever they're that small. And those guys can tell you all about them so much more than I can probably spit out now. But um, they do a wonderful job and really beautiful. And they are. They're really pretty to garnish a salad with or maybe if you're just um, cooking and wanting to be a little fancy, they're always pretty to garnish a plate. But they're really good, like I said, to incorporate soups. A lot of people use them in their soups and just various different um, dishes that they make. And I always uh, cook my turnip salad in fat bag. I don't <laughs> yeah, that sounds much healthier to Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't fit in, though, does it, Monica? <laughs> no, <probably> not. <laughs> and it is something different, but it's something a lot of people are looking for now. Um, the microgreens are something that are really popular. So um, check those guys out when you're here. And um, they're down there, I think, set up near the pumpkins today. 
We've got baked goods, um, cakes, pies, the carrot cake. Carrot, I was just getting ready to ask, was the carrot cake lady there? She's here. She's down there in the tent at the end of the farmer's area. Tell her I'll take my normal six-pack, but it's going to be about two hours before I get there. And not six-pack like something you drink, but uh, she makes these, uh, I don't know, they're not round cupcakes. They're oblong mm-hmm. cupcakes. It doesn't matter the shape. And you can get six of them in a tray they're so good she does such a wonderful job and you just look for all the orange because i think she's everything orange orange tint oblong is easier to get in your mouth (laughs) orange tablecloth you know she's all about the carrot so it's a good way um, to be able to find her is just look for all of that which right now with all the pumpkins that could get a little confusing (laughs) but um she is down under the that tent at the end of the farmer's area right now there's a lot of other um the german pastries and um cookies We'll cut flowers in there. Hush, Monica. I'm about to starve. I live. <laughs> Y'all going to sell food at your festival, at your plant no, sale? we don't have food at the festival. Oh, that's something to think about. <laughs> yeah. Your micrograins. There you go. <laughs> right. There you go. What about up in the market shops? Um, of course, there's, you know, all the North Carolina um just a huge selection of different North Carolina products in there. Barbecue sauces are always a big thing, and we have a great selection of those. There's jams and jellies, and we have the folks doing the fresh-squeezed oranges and lemonades, North Carolina wines, there's ice cream. Uh, we have fresh seafood. Um, that's a wonderful thing um, right now. They've got a good selection down there coming in from the coast every week, and we have a lot of different meats and cheeses um, from local farms, uh, local um, homemade soaps and lotions. We have, of course, the grill in there um, with Carolina Crispy Fry, where they do those those um, crispy pops that they make. That's um, really wonderful. They're made from rice flour, so those are a good nutritious alternative to chips or something like that. You can use them with some salsa or um, honey and that sort of thing. And, of course, we have 321 Coffee. You've got to check those guys out and support them. Um, wonderful group of folks over there with what they're doing and um, want to make sure I mention our craft shed area. You know, we've been going through renovations um, for a while now, and we're rebranding that area as the Market Depot, um, sort of an extended area from our market shops. And it's just on the other side of the seafood restaurant and um, just behind the Hunter Brook Center right there, that shed that's located there. So we're rebranding it as our Market Depot All those folks that had been down in the farmer's area this summer while the renovations were happening have moved back up there, and um, so be sure to check those guys out. That's where the kettle corn's at, Gerald. Yay! I was about to ask ask if they were still there. Kettle corn, the hot sauce. um, We've got gourmet lemonade, awesome lemonade. Fabulous. I can attest to that. Yes, it's good stuff. They, you know, infuse some of it, like, with blueberries and, you know, whatever's in season, and this awesome job they have the um donuts down there and um, oh what did you say about donuts yes they have some of those little you know katoka bites down there with their little donuts they're doing Hmm. check those guys out like donut holes or similar to that Uh could be the appetizer before i move on to the carrot cake There you go. There you go. You can get you can get a full course. Hey, yes, I like the sound of it. Just the whole thing. I have a plan in works. Yeah. And um, you know, the Millhouse engraving there with the stonework, you know, they're always there doing a wonderful job, do custom work if there's anything in particular you're looking for. And um Grandma G's that has the soaps and lotions and um 
so much more. You never know what's going to pop up in there. And the spices, I do want to mention Urban Spices. They're set up today with that huge assortment of spices that they have. And so much, just so much when you come out to the market, you've got to kind of carve out a little bit of time, make sure you can walk around and enjoy the whole place because you never know what you might stumble upon. Got a few folks set up there out in the front of the grass area with some beautiful um handmade lawn ornaments that are made out of different types of antique glass and um, absolutely beautiful. Some of them are made into flowers, and then we've got someone that makes their own puzzles. They're all set up down there today as well. And I know you guys have been talking about Master Gardeners, and we have our Wake County Master Gardeners um, set up down there near the pumpkins today. Yeah, they they have a, a new manual, a monthly guide to gardening, and I bet there's – I wonder if they're selling that – there i'll have to check out i'll check them out and see when i, I know it's sold at logan's because i bought one the other day but uh that'd be a good resource for people i hope they <laughs> are selling that if not the the uh they'll be able to tell you i'm sure you can go to the extension service and uh, wake county extension service they'll tell you how to get a copy too um, so um you got uh market imports we up do. there a lot of and, great gifts and with getting ready for fall they have um the month of september they have a 30 percent off um, on their chimneys and fire pits. Um, so it's a great thing to add to your patio for sitting out these fall nights and um, enjoying the, the weather. And um, just a great selection over there if you're looking anything for your lawn or garden or for your home interiors. They have a, a wonderful assortment. Um, you can shop over there and find all kinds of things that are being brought in from all over the world. And uh, Superside, I'm sure, is selling a lot of, oh, of yeah. fescue. I don't eat much right there, so. Okay. <laughs> well, they do have all kinds of grasses. Um, so, and you, there's a little area down there where you can walk through and see the different varieties that they have, so you can figure out maybe which one's best for your landscape and. They'll help you figure that out. They have a lot of different lawn care products down there. Yeah. And you can buy that side by the roll, the pallet, the truckload, ever how you may need it. And, Monica, we got to go. Sounds good. Well, come see us. We're here we will. Week. All right. Today's Thursday. I'll buy you another meal soon. Sounds awesome. <laughs> All right. Monica Wood out of the State Farmer's Market in Raleigh. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF, and speaking of Rufus, Rufus uh, is in Montreal, Canada, but he's with us on the line. Good morning, Mr. Attorney General, Secretary of State. Well, good morning, uh, Mr. Hall of Famer. Well, <laughs> that's, that sounds good. That sounds really good, but uh, not not until the 28th. Who have you got on the show today? That's the, the whipping boy or girl? No, there's there. I've got Andrea Lane and uh, Dan Stern, who's uh, director of the botanical gardens, and Gerald is here. So I'll be taking the whippings in your absence <laughs> to answer your question. Gerald and I've been taking turns this morning. Yeah, it hadn't been well, too Dan, bad though. You will be very interested in this. The Montreal Botanical Gardens is absolutely, unbelievably. Fabulous! I'm 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 just wandering around here. It's about sixty degrees, and uh, I'm trying to name most of these plants. And here's a here is a beautiful, beautiful uh, hydrangea called Pinky Pinky Winky. 
<laughs> they stole All that right. from us, the old Canadians. <laughs> so do you have uh, do you have your entourage with you? Yeah, you don't know a Pinky Winky? <laughs> yeah, we Pinky Winky's pretty widely available here. Yeah. But it, it reminds me of a of an oak leaf, but the leaves are, are much smaller and don't look like an oak. And the plant stays smaller, too. So is that a yeah. PG hydrangea? I think it's got a kind of a cone-shaped bloom on it. Yes, it does. I think. And, and it's, the ones I've seen are at least six feet or, or taller. Yeah. Yeah. Is it already pink now, or has it started to come out of just, that? Just, just, just barely turning because, yeah. you know, this is a little higher altitude here, latitude, and... I'm seeing some great dahlias in front of me. This reminds me of the mountains where the, the, the growing season is a little shorter so that they put it to themselves and just bloom all out. Uh, it would take it would take Dan a, a day at least to go through, through this botanical garden, but I'm sure that uh, it will not compare to the North Carolina botanical garden. Dan, have you been to the <laughs> botanical I, garden no, in Montreal? No, I have not. Hope I have the opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Did uh, did the are the Trudeaus with you, Rufus? No, uh, he, he was after after dinner last night. He said, "I need a rest." Purchased <laughs> <laughs> uh, that contract uh, or that language. So, uh, did you're up there to argue a case? Uh, did did you have to wear a robe and a wig? <laughs> I was praying that you'd have to. <laughs> but I I did. I told uh, Jason here a moment ago, there's tight security in Montreal. Yeah. And I went to the courthouse and uh, emptied all my things out. And I said, you got to take your belt out. And so I took my belt out. And all of a sudden, my pants fell straight to the floor below my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I am so happy to hear that. Pickering. Everybody's looking at me. My, Did anybody snap a picture? Did anybody snap a but picture? I, I hope to God not, because <laughs> I will never live that down. And then, and then I was down there struggling, trying to pick my pants up off my ankle. And and one of the guys came over to help me put the belt through the loop, and he couldn't get it. And I said, "Look, you're getting too personal there." <laughs> <laughs> Let me put my pants back on, for God's sake. <laughs> so I had, I had to enter with, with the, a great the flourish, I guess, coming to the Canadian court. Well, they won't, well, they won't forget yeah. you for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that didn't happen in front of the judge, thank goodness. No, but I told him about it. Okay, well, that's, that's good to lighten things up in court, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. No, they, they, everybody up there wears robes and... Yeah, and even the even the barristers wear robes. Yeah, yeah. What no wigs, huh? Flowers, cone cone flowers that must be six inches across. I've never seen anything wow. as big. Mm. And this, this must be the prime. Is this the prime, Jim? I I'm here with with uh, my dear wife Linda's nephew and my nephew Jim Harris, and he's a professor here at uh, what 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 is the school? University of Quebec. University of Quebec, and is an environmentalist hydrologist. And it's good to see him. Yeah. And I, if anybody visits, visits, visits Montreal, if you don't come to this garden, you are really missing out. How about that? Well, I'm envious, I, and also the temperatures. When you come back, it's going to be kind of warm. 
It's going to be in the 90s for uh, four days, and then on Friday it'll be 80 degrees. A uh, cold front well, It's about through. 60 degrees here, and I, and I love it. Yeah, and it's going to be dry too, so you're going to have to water and you get well, well, back. Gerald, let me ask Gerald a tomato question. All right. Gerald, uh, that Kodiak, that you, the, the plant you gave me, yep. that, that turns out to, 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 to have not come in in fully ripe until about three weeks ago. Now, I think I probably gave it too much fertilizer, but it, it didn't come in in ripeness until about three weeks ago, and it's one of the best tomatoes I've ever eaten, called Kodiak, Dwarf Kodiak. Yeah, it's, one of, it's from the Dwarf Tomato Project, and this is only, the I think, the second year that I've grown it because originally I didn't have that many red varieties that would make maybe a slicing-sized one in that, and I added it last year. But yes, it passes the inspection. Okay, well, I, 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 the, the, now the Rufus package is yet to come. I understand that. It, we, it's not. We're work. We're working on that. I had a raccoon beat you to two this past week, so uh, I can synthesize with uh, Major Dan, who was talking about his deer and raccoon problems. A Major Dave, yeah, yep, Major me. Dave was up here, Rufus. He's in town, and he came up uh, for oh, a minute. Good. So I'm sorry you missed him. Yeah. Well, great. Well, well, I know you guys. You guys have other things to do, but I, I couldn't miss the opportunity to call the most popular radio calling show in America, longest lasting, uh, hosted by Hall of Famer Mike Braley. <laughs> and, uh, Not yet. The 28th. 28th after the 28th. <laughs> And that's something you've always been a hall of famer to us, Mike. Well, I, yeah, I appreciate been a hall of famer. Well, I appreciate that. It uh, was certainly uh, unexpected, but it, it's something I will accept. <laughs> that's right. Don't turn it back in. No, no, no. I'm not. Although there are people who who uh, should probably go in instead of me, but I will will not. I will not defer to them. I will be there with bells on and a speech written. That was uh, written partly in church on a bulletin. <laughs> well, don't tell the preacher. Hey, well, you know, oh, got to strike when it must have inspired it. me or something. But at any rate, uh, Brother Rufus, Andre, uh, we Andre, miss you. Andre is getting up in the mountains. Is it getting a little, a little uh, less toasty? Oh yes, definitely less toasty. It's been uh, fifty-two degrees in the morning, and it warms up into the seventies. It's been real, real nice weather. That well, sounds great. good. Mm. Yeah. Well, you you experts and, and wonderful gardeners uh, take care, and and I guess Mike, I'll I'll see you next week, uh, maybe at Pittsburgh. That's right, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. will be there next uh, next week on the other side of Pittsburgh, actually. And yeah, and maybe we can go to that Rufus restaurant. We'll certainly uh, make our way through the country to head to Rufus's restaurant in uh, Gold, Goldston, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, my friend. All right, my Good friend. Good to see you, Rufus. Rufus. Keep your pants on, Rufus. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Good, Good luck with that extradition <laughs> business. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and don't take any cuttings. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. That's Brother Rufus and all his shenanigans. His pants fell down in the court. Not in the courtroom, but... Uh, when he took off his belt, he's lost some weight, so uh, he's uh, you know got to take him out shopping. Yeah, that's right. 
Uh, so <laughs> those, those are just the kind of stories that uh, that's just suddenly appear here on the Weekend Gardener. Let's see if Steve has one. Steve, good morning. Yeah, y'all were earlier talking about uh, native azaleas. Yes. And I have my collection. Oh, wonderful. And I like them because of the, the year round, even when the leaves are gone, the branching is interesting to look at. How so? so? That's one of the reasons why I like them. But the fragrance is what got me. My daughter got married at uh, uh, Callaway Gardens, and they had a hedge there that was over 100 years old that had uh, native azaleas that were 20 and 30 feet tall, and the aroma from those flowers would just absolutely knock you down. Hmm. That's what turned me on to them to begin with, so... I've been collecting them ever since. Well, if you've got a good spot for deciduous azaleas and you like that branching pattern, if you don't already have one, I'd encourage you to uh, seek out a bottle brush buckeye. That's another really cool southeastern native, great sort of branching pattern, interesting uh, architecture, even when it doesn't have a leaf on it. Oh, wow. Bottle yeah, brush too, buckeye. Uh, I, like, I like things with... Uh, Wild branching. Mm-hmm. That's why I like hanokis uh, uh, because they don't have this. Uh, a hanoki has a real wild pattern on its uh, branching. Um, went to Duke Gardens about 15 years ago, and in their clearance area, they had a pot with a stick in it. And I looked at the guy and I said, well, yeah, yeah, it was like 10 bucks. And I said, what is this? He says, well, it's, if it'll survive, it's a French tree. Mm. And I said, I love French trees. And he said, well, this one is unique and it's unique to this area. He says, uh, and when it finally grew up, it has one of the wildest branching." I have ever seen on a, on any tree, on a tree tree, you know, not not uh, you know how normally a tree comes out and it'll spread its branches and then spread its limbs and they're they're straight. Well, this one, the branching is all uh, gnarly, and it is one of the most fascinating trees when it doesn't have leaves on it. Uh, but it is a huge bloomer. Uh, when it in the spring when it blooms and it's been a really good tree it's uh, about 15 feet tall about 20 feet wide now and from a stick wow <laughs> french trees are very interesting plants they, they and but grandfather beards they've become popular uh, over the years and some are just extraordinary they they like they like i think the more sun the better because uh, they produce more of a beard well, the, uh, the, the this one is in full sun, and it blooms really good. Now, I got one that's in dappled shade that was one of the original ones that I bought, and it doesn't bloom nearly as good. So yeah. I think you're right. I think it does like more sun than uh, less. But I had the utility I company. Right, this wet weather has really helped my garden recover. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, we we need need some more rain. Yep. So Dan, what were you saying about I the said, utility I, company? I, I had the utility company come through my neighborhood about uh, about a month ago, and they were clearing a uh, you know corridor around the power lines, mm-hmm. uh, and I rushed out there to the truck because there's one plant out in the front yard that I was worried about, and that's the fringe tree growing right up underneath the lines, but. Fortunately, it's you sell, fell just below their sort of clearance zone, so they only did a little light pruning on it. But yeah, I know CPNL used to have a, a pamphlet that you could, or information you could get on trees that would work under power lines, <clears throat> and I'm, I assume that uh, that Duke Power has something similar to that. But uh, yeah, we don't want to interfere with the power lines, but uh, you hate to lose some nice plants too. So uh, always a compromise, yeah. If you can manage that, Steve. Thank you so much for well, for joining for us, buddy. Talk to you. Yes, sir. Nice hearing from you. Yep. I was Getting stronger every day. I'm glad to hear it, my friend. Take care. Uh, uh, where are you guys going to? You guys doing a remote next week? We will be at a land, a brand new landscape uh, supply company that uh, is about five miles between Siler City and Pittsburgh. Camco okay. is the name of it, and we're going to be out there to help them uh, open up. Are they where that uh, alpaca place used to be? I, you know, I don't think so. I'm not. I'm not sure. They, they uh, uh, it, it's about five about five miles west of Pittsburgh. Yeah, and that's about where that. Uh, well, not uh, not yeah, it was alpacas. That, yeah. that place that had alpacas between uh, Pittsburgh and that. I didn't know that. Tower City. And then we're yeah. going going down to Goldston to eat at Rufus's restaurant. Uh-huh. We haven't been there. I just kind of stumbled upon it. While you're sitting there? Huh? <laughs> we're we're just uh, we're going to te- food testing. Yeah, but Rufus doesn't have enough influence to get him to deliver something to you while you're sitting there. Uh, I, I guess not. That's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty good ways down at Goldston. We don't want to bother him. We want to. All right. Uh, I'll try and make it out there to you next week. All right. Well, you take care. See you later, Steve. Thank you much. All righty. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF 919-860-9783. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. It's uh, 9.57. Mike Rayleigh here, uh, along with Dan Stern from the Botanical Gardens in Chapel Hill, and Gerald Adams, who uh, helps oversee the um, Centennial Campus and all that goes on there, and uh, Andrea Lane, a master gardener in Mitchell County. Uh, we've got more heat coming next week. We, this has been an extremely hot summer, lots of 90-degree temperatures, and you know the heat's still with us. It's... Um, hard on your cars uh, as it is on you and the the heat is really what kills the batteries and uh, you may find out in the winter but it all starts in the summer Uh, the heat uh, will will speed up the failure rate of your batteries Uh, your ac needs to continue working even through 
cooler weather because that is is what uh, is incorporated into that system. It helps uh, get rid of the the mist on the the inside of the windshield and all of that. So um, defogging, make sure that's in great shape. Uh, the highly trained technicians at King's Auto Service will take care of most anything for your car. Evaluate the engine cooling system, uh, the hoses, the belts, tires, brakes. Want to make sure all of that's good. And you can take it, take it to them for any of those things and much, much more. And there has been a rash of catalytic converters being stolen, particularly on the Toyota Prius for some reason. And... Um, King's Auto Service is out there to help prevent you uh, that happening from for you. Uh, installation of a cat shield uh, will help uh, tremendously. Give King's a call, and they'll help you out with that. And if you've been a victim, uh, the uh, certified hybrid technicians at uh, King's Auto Service can help you with a replacement catalytic converter. But you want to you want to get the cat shield and be preventative, like uh, King's always says you should be, because uh, the cat shield will protect that, prevent the 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 theft. But if you have to replace, and it's much 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 cheaper than replacing a catalytic converter, which can run you about two thousand dollars. King's Auto Service easy to easy to find at ten thirty nine Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at KingAutomotive.net. WPTF in Raleigh. 